Hey yo, big bro, you fucking with that? Okay, cool. Good job, That's my fucking brother right there. You did. Dexter. Oh, wait. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, bro. Baby girl, watch how you move. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, uh, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. 25 Savage. And to my left... 25 Savage? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm not 26 yet, baby girl. I'm still 25 Savage till December. Uh, Is that why he calls himself 21 Savage? I don't fucking know. I call myself 25 Savage because I choose to. You're going to have to ask that nigga why he calls himself 21 Savage. We're only a year apart. I'm turning 26, so... Yeah, I just turned 25 last week. Yep. Dang. So you're going to tell the people who you are, or you're just going to start making random statements all through today? Oh, my name's Bo, a.k.a. I'm sick, so why am I here? Because you love me. <laughs> because you love me. <coughs> so, how was your weekend? Did you Were you sick all weekend? No, I didn't get sick until... Sunday, but I don't remember what I did Saturday. Oh no, I didn't go out. That's how I knew I was getting sick. I stayed in. I fell asleep on the couch, so that's how I knew. But last night, I I went on a day with, date with Bay last night. I, at least you're finally acknowledging he's Bay. He's Bay. I, I mean, after yeah, my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Did I tell you? I mean, you show me the, 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 the gifts. The gifts. I'd be damned if I get somebody that amount of gifts and I'm not. I'm not paid. We not doing this. We not doing that. Honestly, the type of person he is, nah, he wouldn't care. He'd just be like, "Well, that's great for him." Me, <laughs> me, myself, yeah, nah. If I, if I'm, if I'm giving you those type of gifts, I need that title. I need, I need that. I need that number one spot. Straight, uh, anyways, straight like that. Last night we went on a movie date. What y'all? What y'all gonna see? Justice League, which is actually really good. I heard it was super good. It's trash. super good. No, it's really good. Okay, okay, because I was like, there's been multiple people who's 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 highlighted anything. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I'll check it. I'll check it. Maybe out. because I'm not into like superheroes all like that. So, so for it's just me, like it normal. Like, ooh, entertainment, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm missing. Like, why would they? No, I'm okay. not that attached. Okay. I personally liked it, but the point of me bringing this up was, how many times does a person have to say "I love you" before you believe them? Um, I've never told somebody I love you, so that's not uh, that's not my ministry. To, to, that's to not answer. my ministry either. However, comma last night we were out and he like popped it in like three times, and I was like, I don't know if you're kidding or if you're being serious right now. I, I think three times he probably means it. He probably means it. So you might want to like advise. double back and. I'm meeting his parents tomorrow. Yikes! I know. So this is serious, I guess. You sound so excited. So, no, I, I mean, you know me in relationships. It's a lot for me to be titled up in anything. So, hey, <clears throat> you like it? You like it? I love it. Love it. You like it? I love it. I saw Jay Z in concert this weekend. How was it? I'm <laughs> jealous. I should have won. I should have told Bay to get tickets. It was amazing. It was amazing as fuck. Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time. If you, if you disagree, your opinion's wrong. Um, and if you and if you feel the need to try to fight me over it, I'll, let me know. I'll drop a pen. <laughs> we can we can settle this. But JB's the greatest of all time. Um, he held down he held down Cleveland for sure. 
Anthony called himself the king of Cleveland because you know Brian called him Brian called himself the king of New York when uh, they played the Knicks. So Jay Z tried to get him back a little bit, but it was an amazing show. Um, so I've been tra- I was traveling. Oh, that's cute. He got at his wife's sight and it's sad, nigga. Because, you know, LeBron is definitely Beyonce's side. Uh, LeBron's also Rihanna's side, nigga. I'm, like, 95% sure. Yeah. So, like, let's let's establish. Like, only thing Bron has against him is his hairline at this point. Because if you got both Beyonce and Rihanna as, like, the side chick, you pretty much winning. Pretty much winning in life. Both of those women would take him if it was available. But he, he's not, because LeBron, a faithful black man, is staying down with his high school sweetheart. Mm. Mm, he cheats on her. You say that with certainty. I have a story. Ooh. Yikes. But redacted. <laughs> we ain't going to get jammed up on the, on, on the podcast. Bron and, Bron and the Illuminati. I ain't trying to... I ain't trying to go just go missing. I got I got goals I gotta hit first. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, we're gonna move, we're gonna move on to the first topic. Right along. Um kind of a segue. So this whole notion of like happy wife, happy life. Right? <coughs> like pretty much the way I the way I see happy wife, happy life is like pretty much do whatever the fuck the wife says and you'll be okay. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> Because I feel like that that line of thinking totally discounts fifty percent of the relationship. Uh, but that's just me. Wanted to hear your thoughts upon it. So when you sent these the topics to me yesterday and while I was on my date, so I just asked him, I was like, Hey, what do you think of this? And he was like, Honest well, for him, the type of person he is, he totally agrees with it. I think that has a lot to do with his southern upbringing. But um, we were talking about it because I was listening to a podcast yesterday that happened to be talking about not this, but something similar to this. Niggas jacking my shit already. This shit Dang, crazy. it's crazy, B. But in that, the, what her, she like interviewed different couples that waited at least five years to get engaged. And one of the, the guys she um, talked to, she asked him, the first question was, when did you know you wanted to marry your wife? And he said the first date. And then she said, so when did you decide to propose? And he said, five years in. And she said, so if you knew on the first date, why did you wait five years? And he said, I had to take away that power away from, from her. And he said, because when I met her, she knew what ring she wanted, how she wanted to be proposed, who she was going to call as soon as I proposed to her. And I know that the whole saying of happy wife, happy life, that was my last time to shine. So I had to make sure she had no expectation of when and how it was going to happen. So. I don't know. I mean, I, that reminds me of somebody I used to I used to talk to who had that. She like she knew she knew the ring she wanted. Like she she knew the ring she wanted so much that she made sure she still worked at the jeweler so she can get it with a discount and like instead of like the, the sticker price. So like Whoa, if that's yeah, extreme. Yeah, and so like we talking like we talking like if I wanted to if I wanted the ring. I'd have to somehow, some way, we'd either have to let her know or let one of her associates know, so that way we can get to like she knew all of that, like she knew exactly what ring she wanted, like all types of shit. So like, I personally do not even want to get married. You see, see you you waffle on this like every week. No, when I say like, oh, I'm ready to get engaged, like I'm totally kidding. I don't want to get married. My thing is, if I come across somebody and I love them and they absolutely want to get married, I'll do it for them. But I'm not waiting for a marriage. But if you don't make me walk down an aisle, I want the ring that I want. 
and don't veer. So you don't want to get married, but if we if they make if you, you gonna, if you gonna have me walk down the aisle to the wedding that you're planning because I'm not planning a wedding, I want the ring I want. That's my only that's my compromise. <laughs> See, I feel like the women that I'm attracted to, like it, when it comes to that whole thing, mm-hmm. they already have everything planned. I'm just more of like I'm like a glorified pawn. Like it's more so it's like all right, nigga, show up here where it is. Don't be late. Don't make me look stupid. And I'm going to have little input on any other. Oh, my God. You were at the bar when we had drinks after on my birthday. Yes. I forgot. But, you know, I was drunk because I almost fell out of the chair. You did. did. So, so, yeah. But he bought all those shots, which I didn't know until the next day. That was a lot. That was a lot. He bought shots for, like, 14 people, plus, like, drinks for, like, five of those people, too. Like, damn. Hey, it ain't tricking if you got it. Shout out to Bay. But um, it's more because I just know the type of woman that I seem to find myself in relationship, relationships or situationships with, <laughs> like, to keep it all the way in 100. They probably have majority of it already planned out. And I'm nothing more than a glorified prop because I feel like with weddings... It's the the woman's the star of the wedding, right? I mean, ain't no one here. Ain't it's like it's like ain't no one here for you, Otis. Ain't no one here for the groom besides your niggas and like your mama. Everybody else here for the here for here for the bride. So that's kind of what I see as far as that's concerned. But in relationships in general, I feel like we talk about this all the time. That communication is is the foundation to everything. And, like, this happy wife, happy life shit sounds like we're not doing a whole bunch of communicating or, like, conversation or, like, compromise. It's more so, like, a dictatorship. And if a relationship is going to be a dictatorship, I'm 200% the fuck out. <laughs> That's me. Because I'll be damned. Um, yeah. But, I mean, did you see my Snapchat yesterday? I was just, I just put on there. I did not because I was, <clears throat> I was busy breaking down and making and, and building a new bed frame. So I did not see not nary a Snapchat. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, if you lose yourself in a relationship, there's no point in being in said relationship. If you lose your independence, why even be with that person? What a waste. Hmm. <laughs> so, moving on to the second topic. Shout out to our editing staff. <laughs> and I absolutely do not care. <laughs> Shout out to the editing staff. Um, moving on to the second topic. This is going to be a little... Because we, we wanted to talk about this last episode, but we ran out of time. And this is something I feel like we don't want to just skim over. <coughs> um, no. So, let's talk about like dealing with a partner who is like depressed or going through... A mental illness. M- mental illness, because I think that's... Um, I don't like the term illness, but I never know what to yeah, substitute I, it with either. But, here, but I hear the thing, though. I think I think mental illness is an appropriate term if we treat mental illness the way we treat physical illness, which we don't. We, tre- we treat mental illness like it, like they can just control it. that they... They can just control the shit. But we don't do that with physical illness. Like, if I, and like for example, you have a cold. If I came to you, it was like... Did you just try, I don't know, not having a cold? Like, you would look at me like I'm a fucking idiot. But if someone, you go to someone's like, who has depression, it's like, have you just tried not being depressed? Like, bitch, if you bet with that, if it was that easy, I would have done this shit already. Or something like, or, or you know some- who makes me the most mad with that? The new, like, newfound spiritualist. 
you can control your depression. It's like, no, that's a chemical imbalance for people, nigga. Newfound spiritualists also like to use words in incorrect in incorrect ways. <laughs> and I, I've told you this multiple times. Words niggas mean who things. words mean things and niggas who use words incorrectly piss me the entire fuck off. Like you just learned this word two days ago and now you're running into the ground. The same shit we did with melanin, the same shit we did with trying to cancel motherfuckers, same shit we did with um, fucking um, tr- trigger warnings and all types of other shit. Like, we you learn this fucking word and then extrapolate it into shit that doesn't fucking mean. And I'm sick of it. But back to the, back to the topic at hand. We don't, tr- the first thing is we don't treat mental illness the same way we treat physical, physical illness, which is a problem. Like, we assume that they can just fix the shit when they clearly can't. If it was fixable, niggas would fix it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> no one like just it's like, tameable. It's tameable, but but it's no one no, like just like if when you have a cold or you have like the flu, no one says like, uh, you must want to have the flu or you you're not trying to do the shit. No, like I'm trying to get fucking better. Same way mental illnesses, but I feel like the best thing to combat mental illness is a support system. Absolutely. And, and obviously this 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 podcast, you know, deals with like relationships and dating. So like you know, we're talking about a, a support system as far as like your partner. Um have, do you have any experience as far as like dealing with that or being the person that um needed needed that support? Like if you that you want to share? Um I mean, I've dealt with a depressed partner. Um but that was, I dealt with the extreme of a depressed partner who also had bipolar and wasn't going untreated because he felt like every therapist he went to wasn't helping him through his issues. We ended up breaking up, clearly. Right, because we're talking about a new bae now. New bae. But this one, um, yeah, no. I think you, there's a border, there's a line to it. Um, in my personal situation, it no longer was healthy to me because it was... It was triggering me in my own situation. Um, And you have to know when to walk away. And not to say that you can't be in a relationship with somebody who has depression because everybody needs, wants somebody. Everyone deserves a person and everyone's able to be loved. But I think there's also a responsibility to dating somebody who has depression because you can't, someone who actually knows what they're going through um, it's their responsibility to make sure that they're getting the help that they need. Right. And I think, because I've, I've been through this on both sides, actually. I've been the person who's dealt with the person who's going through a mental illness situation. And I've been the person who, who's who's also, like, been the person who's needed that support. Um and it's in in the the difference in sides is is it's it's a little crazy because when you're the person who's like trying to be that support, you, you you it's like every time it's like you're walking on eggshells, you know, for the majority of like the time because you don't want to say the wrong thing that you know may you know for lack of a better word trigger them or anything like that when they're going when they're going through their you know, episodes or they're going through the, you know, moments, you want to be there for them. And you also understand that you may not want to take it personally if they take something out on you. If they, if they shut down, if they do whatever. You understand that it's not your fault. Um, And so, but you but you feel like you're walking on eggshells. You feel like you gotta, um, you, do. you know, you gotta like be... Only when you're dealing with a partner who's not dealing with their own shit. 
which I was, <laughs> which I was. I mean, and and we even talked to the extreme shit. Like I've had I've had somebody threaten suicide if I left type shit. Ooh, I've had yeah that same partner. That I was just you know what I'm saying? About. Where it was like, where it's like, nigga, like if you leave, I'm gonna kill myself. And like that shit's not funny. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's not okay. It's not none of that shit. Cause like now, now, now I'm your fucking hostage. Like either, so either I gotta like stay in something that I'm not happy, that I'm not comfortable in, because I don't want you to die. Or I leave and then I take the risk of you being 110% serious about the shit. What made you decide to leave eventually? Because clearly you did. <clears throat> um, it, shit, like, it, honestly, it was one of those things where it was like, I had to become selfish. I was like, I got to choose me. I got to choose me over you. Yeah. Because, like, if we keep doing this shit, I'm not choosing me. I'm not, I'm not benefiting myself anymore. So I have to, I have to, I have to go. Now, like, thankfully, she's, she didn't do that. She didn't. Could follow through on what she said she was going to follow through on. Mm-hmm. Which, um, this is going to sound really fucked up, but it was like, it almost made me even more mad. I'm like, bitch, you just did this shit as a fucking, uh, I'm going to get my man back, like, ploy, like, what type of person are you? And the reason, I, the reason that frustrates mm, me is... I was going to say, use the C word, but not C-U-N-T, but the other word, and that's still insensitive. Like, because here's the thing, though, like, I have friends who've committed suicide. Like, who who have committed suicide and t- taken their life? Like, yeah, suicide to me is one of those things I don't play with. So for you to play with it on some like fucking big Joker at the space table, like Trump card shit, is fucking ridiculous. You feel me? Yeah. Like that's not cool. That's not that's not how we play around here. That's not how we do shit. But on the other side, when I was the one going through some shit, like, um, so a couple experiences. Uh, summer 2015, like, lost my job, right? Lost my job, lost my grandmother, <laughs> and lost my girlfriend in a span of about four weeks. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, sh- shit, was, shit was crazy out here in these streets. Um, but, like, but like, I lost the girl last. I think, actually, <laughs> so it was one of those things where, actually, I lost the grandmother last, but I lost the, my job. And so, financial stability for men is an extreme trigger as far as the how to like how men get in, get into like a depressive state because of how society ex- treats men who don't have the finances they deem necessary. Like if they consider you a broke nigga in these streets, it's no country for you. There's no country for you. There's no there's no slack for you. None of that shit. Like and so. That sent me kind of in a downward spiral because, like, nigga, like, I, got all, I had to put my fucking student loans in forbearment because I couldn't pay them off. Living with my mom because I can't afford to go, you know, pay rent nowhere. You know, working, trying to work these dead, dead, end ass jobs, these shitty ass jobs to try to make some money. And still, because I had a girlfriend at the time, but still, because my mom was so warped and fucked up, like, trying to take you out because. Cause you deserve you deserve to have fun and shit. Even though I'm fucking broke as hell. She wanted you to date outside of your means. Like it was one of those things where it's like. Wait, was this a, the depressed partner? Or you... This is different partner. This is right before your episode. Yeah, this 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 was I was a depressed one, not she, not her. Solid friend, solid. Yeah, so it was, but it was like, and then so then she had the nerve, and I say that with the utmost disrespect. She had the nerve. 
to then break, you know, kind of do that, like break up with me and say like, because I was being a drain on her, right? But the thing is, it was different because I never threatened suicide if she left, right? I never did, never did that. I I internalized most of it. But you realize, even if you're internalizing, you can still be like, yeah. But I even if internalized, but I never, I don't think I never took it out on her. I just was, I just wasn't in the same happy go lucky cheery mood. That people had had come to expect from me, but I still feel like like it could still be draining on the partner if you enter a situation where you're used to somebody being a certain way, and then like all of a sudden it changes. But I think in this, like her response to it was expecting you to spend money that you didn't have. Like that was irresponsible for her when she should have used her words. Which is what we always say. People don't know how to communicate. <laughs> people don't know how to use their words. People don't know how to use she words correctly. She should communicate. Something was different. But I think in those situations, a lot of time when you're dealing with a with a depressed partner and you you're not even knowing if that person understands like their own mental state, you kind of grow weary of. Well, when do I speak up? When do I tell them? Hey, I think there's something wrong. And then if I tell them, do I add on to something that they could be possibly going through? But at the end of the day, that's just one of those hard conversations that if you choose to be in a relationship, you have to be able to have. And if you can't have that hard conversation, then be in a relationship, you know? Here, here, and here's the thing about communication in general. If you can put your mouth <laughs> on their private parts... Uh, uh, frequently, uh, 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 uh. Yes, no, What's because up? sometimes you could just be having sex. But no, if you but here's the thing: if you but if you're like sex and communication are not mutually exclusive. But if you're scared to communicate, but you're not scared to you're not scared to you're not scared to like do everything else. Like, isn't that weird? Like, that's kind of weird because you should be able if you if we're in at, theory, yes. In reality, no. And I know that frustrates you, but a thing's a thing. Things aren't. They're not mutually exclusive. Cause he, he, okay. Sex doesn't always require emotion. So, right. But if we're fucking and in a relationship, why don't you feel like you could communicate? I'm not communicating with the one night stand. But if we're in a if we're in a whole ass situation and fucking, we we've seen each other shit without any barrier now you but now when it comes to like communicating some shit that you're not happy about or some shit that you want you 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 get all silent what type of shit is that lack of growth but i mean it happens i'm just saying i know not saying I disagree. I'm just saying they're not. I mean, it does sound like I disagree, but they're not mutually exclusive. But so to have the expectation, no. But in theory, should you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So to kind of wrap up, wrap up this part of it is just like we have to the way our community tweets mental illness has to improve from jump because I feel like there's a lot. There's still a <laughs> Bless you. I feel like there's a stigma. We still have a stigma with mental health. Would you Especially agree? Especially in the black community. Oh, for sure in the black community. We still have a stigma. 
Um, so that's the first. That's if we're talking foundational pieces, that's the foundational piece, right? Yeah. It's fixing the stigma, you know, breaking it down. Like it's okay to like be honest with yourself about like your mental health, and then that should hopefully trigger. <laughs> bless you again. Oh you got one more time to sneeze. <laughs> so disrespectful. That shit happens. Um, but we talking about like foundational pieces. Hopefully, hopefully trickling down. No economics. You know, if if we as a community treat mental health better, then maybe we in relationship can also treat mental health better. Yeah, absolutely. But that's just me. That's just my uh, just a opinion of a nigga with a podcast. So <laughs> I ain't got the answers, Sway. Um, so it's kind of transitioning into something else. Unless you have any more on nope, this topic. Nope. And you told me in the pre-production you ain't have much to say on this, so that's why we're going to get this out the way now. Okay. How do we avoid keeping a relationship from going stale? Give me your wallet. Get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Not, not playing these reindeer games with you today. I don't know what the fuck you thought this was. <laughs> get out. No, I mean, it's really different because I just happen to have a partner who, where I fall short, he picks up. And get in like key in like activities and make sure shit's entertaining. Activities, entertainment, cooking, he cooks. So that's all I needed. Look, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I've seen that nigga. I would hope so. Leave pumpkin alone. (laughs) (laughs) No beef, no shade, but I'm just saying. Big guys need love too. Listen, trust me. I know that much. He keeps me warm at night. <laughs> you gonna say what the fruit of summer? He keeps me warm at night. <laughs> okay, so say less, say less, beloved. Um, but like, so so he just kind of like where you fall short, he kind of slides in. Yeah, and I'm not good with relationships, so this is like, this is the type of partner I personally need. So. It's like the start. It's like it's like relationship easy mode for you. you it's like you playing two K on rookie <laughs> when you when you fuck. Yeah, up. You're, yeah. See, my relationship got me playing two K on Hall of Fame, <laughs> where you got even if you got an open shot, you got to make sure that motherfucker is right direct. Honestly, right? on all fronts, he makes it pretty easy. So, hey, right. more power to you. Me, on the other hand, because I am still. Uh, struggling middle class citizen with with, with with student loan debt about as high as my ears. So, I, so with that, niggas gotta be creative. Cause like I can't do what he does. Or just you know what I'm saying. I can't. And I'm not saying he does, but I can't. I can't just throw money at the problem. You feel me? I gotta be creative and everything. Like. If a bro, if a, if a broke or a middle class nigga really cares about you, that nigga will become the most creative, most studyingest ass nigga when it comes to his when it comes to his or her partner. Because like, in order for me to make sure shit don't get, sick, I gotta know everything about you. I gotta know shit you don't even know I know. And so like, the key, one of the keys is, it's not the money that you spend; it's when you spend it. Like, if I surprise you with some shit. It's like I spent two times as much money because you wasn't expecting the shit. Like, for your birthday. You expect gifts on your birthday. No, I mean, yes and no. I wasn't expecting the gifts that he gave me. 
But you were expecting something. No, no, just the flowers he got me. That was literally all I wanted. So the other gifts, like, I wasn't expecting that. So, so did so so did he earn extra bounty points for the extra gifts that he got? Yeah. Okay. But it can't, you know, if he had just got you the flowers, I would have been happy because that was all I wanted. Okay. I'm trying to um. Here's what I'm thinking because, like, for me, because again. I, I used to be a hopeless romantic. Now I'm just a romantic. You know what I'm saying? Now, What's the difference? Hopeless romantic just believes that love can conquer all. And, you know, if, y- if y'all both fuck with each other, y'all can figure out a way. New me don't feel like that. Mm. <laughs> new me new me is a little more jaded. and like, eh. And love don't conquer all. You can fuck with somebody and still run into a brick wall. But the romantic person's still there. But, like, if I fuck with you, I'm going to figure out all the different ways I can fuck with you and, like, show you that I appreciate you for the least amount of money possible. Because, again, niggas got bills. And so, like, I think that's why I think the surprising thing, like, you got you have to switch, you have to switch up your pattern. But, it, like, if I just pulled up on you on a random Tuesday... With some flowers that you weren't expecting, I feel like that gets me that gets me further than if I pulled you pulled up on you with the same random flowers, but it was like Valentine's Day or it was like your birthday or I just fucked up, so you knew a gift was coming. That type of shit. Is that making sense? Mm-hmm. Like it's a if if we say all's fair in love and war, and and if we consider love to be similar to war, the best attacks are the attacks with defense is not expecting. And so, att- attacking this case is the romantic shit that whoever, the fu- you know, the partner does. And the defense is your expectations. So, if I do some shit that you weren't expecting, I I get further than if I do some shit while you're expecting it. So, surprising a person? Surprising a person and just not, not falling into a pattern. I feel like it's the best way to keep anything from being stale. Um, sometimes, like, one of my, one of my OGs told me, sometimes you got, you, you got to make her miss you. So, like, you know, if y'all, if y'all have this pattern, y'all see each other every Tuesday and, like, Friday, you know, maybe, maybe you skip one Tuesday and Friday for, but you communicate, like, hey, I got to work, or hey, I got to do this, or, you know, you become a little bit more busy, you know, that way you allow that person to miss you, instead of getting into a rut of expecting to see you, or always expecting to see you on these time frames. Your life. I'm just saying that, like that's that's what one of my OGs taught me. It's like, hey, y'all need to stop taking advice from your OGs. Have the time they're wrong. We not about to disrespect OGs. Y'all should. Oh, yeah, women have OGs too. I don't listen to older black women. They're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't see is, 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 is the homie Gil was half sleep, or literally woke up like the Undertaker and snatched his glasses off to look at you. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh shit, that was hilarious. What? What's, can we talk about this for a minute? That's partially kidding, partially not. Like, can we talk about the partially not? Can we talk about that for a minute? I got time. You got. You ain't got shit else to do. You're right, because I'm about to go home and go to sleep after this. <laughs> so, can, so why don't you listen to older black women? I was partially kidding. But there is some truth in every joke, right? Yeah, of course. So we not going to talk about that part? We not? I feel like we need to. I feel like that's... I feel like we need to get, dig a little deeper. 
Why does everyone keep asking me to go to the club? I am sick. Leave me alone. Stop trying to deflect on what I'm asking you. Hey, Sign me in. <laughs> um, no, I listen to older black women sometimes, but a lot of times it's like no, because a lot honestly, black women stuck in they stayed in relationships that they shouldn't have stayed in. So then when you say things like, especially my grandmother, I love telling her I don't want to get married. She gets so mad. Why she, do you love pissing off your grandma like this? Because it's hilarious. It is literally hilarious. Because I'll be like, I don't need a man. I can literally do whatever I want in life and like totally without a man. Actually, there's a video on my phone. We went to, <laughs> I took her and my mom to breakfast on Mother's Day and I said it to her. <laughs> and she said, so what are you going, she's Jamaican, by the way. I can't do a Jamaican accent. I'm sorry. Um, Please don't because I don't No, know. I'm not going to butcher it. I sound stupid trying to even do it. She goes, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to be without a man? What happens when you want to have kids? And she went off for like two hours on me, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. But because she's you're just, a masochist. Yeah, and she's so she's a Pentecostal preacher as well, so she's like, you just going to live in sin the rest of your life? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. And it just pissed her off. But I don't know, outside of that, she, she also believes like if you get married and that person dies, you're not allowed to get married anymore, yada, yada, yada. So it's like, uh, some things I'm like, all right, I totally agree with you on. But a lot of it, especially mostly pertaining to relationships, I don't listen to older women. I, I'm good. Thanks, but no thanks. Listen, when it comes to the OGs, I mean, when it comes to anybody, you got to take everyone's advice with a grain of salt. Now, obviously, we, we are designed to respect the people who've came before us, who've paved the way. But... We gotta start telling older people they're wrong. Or you just at least gotta, like, not do what they suggest. Yeah, well, okay, like, take for instance, all these, like, old school rappers coming out and being like, oh, these mama rappers, all they do is tell people to use drugs. Okay, but you were telling people to sell drugs, so if you're telling people to sell drugs and they went out and sold those drugs, those drugs have to be sold to somebody that created these drug babies that are telling people to then use drugs. So I don't know, when do we want to take blame? I don't know. Look, I just know that, again, remember that, remember that uh, one of the footnotes for 444, um, Will Smith said his OG is like, hey, if you want, if you want to press a girl, you got to go to a restaurant, you know, order an appetizer, leave, go to another restaurant, order, order a dinner, leave, order, go to the third restaurant, order a dessert. She's going to be like, oh shit, I ain't never seen no shit like this. And then you pick a fight with somebody and knock him out. That's why she loves you. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> So like shit like that, yeah. You don't listen to that. Like, I'd be damned if I if I we take take your ass to three seven restaurants for a fucking course of peace. Like, get the fuck out. But I feel like certain things when it comes to the OGs, take take with a grain of salt. But you also you still respect them, even if you don't agree with what they say. You gotta disagree respectfully, which is an issue sometimes. For me. For you. I, I like to use my words. In an aggressive ass tone. I do. And then get mad when people react to your aggressive ass tone. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I am very fixed in my opinion. We're gonna use those words because they sound better. Um. So, besides any any other uh, comments on like how to make sure a relationship's not stale or that it's still exciting. I know this isn't your forte, but you know. Uh, I don't. I'm the wrong person. For- what are you the right person for? Are you the right, are you the right person to tell us? If catching- I'm the right person to tell you when to leave your relationship. My God, I'm good at that. Let me know if you have a relationship issue. Leave. 
No matter what, leave. Leave. <laughs> Eight out of ten times, my advice is going to tell you to leave that relationship. So when you need advice on that, shoddy swing my way. Until then, I don't, I don't have anything for you. So, can we talk about catching feelings? And, and like, a little bit, as far as, like, catching feelings, and what does that look like? And Yeah. So you want me to talk about that, or you want to talk you about that? You can start it off. Um... Catching feelings is very dangerous. And so the definition of catching feelings and 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 how I look and how I look at it look at it. Um and I I use that because I remember recently, um, you know, those little uh <coughs> social media like cuffing season contracts. <laughs> that, that, oh, those the ones that listen, if you need somebody for the holidays because Christmas actually Intermediate story of time. This dude DM'd me on Twitter, and he he was gonna fly me to New York to pretend to be his girlfriend for Thanksgiving. All right, hold on. Time, time, to, fuck <laughs> time to fuck out. Time, time to fuck out. But I told him I needed to be back by Friday, and he was like, "That's not gonna work for me." But he was dead ass. Y'all niggas are bored as hell with y'all <laughs> fucking money. He's a personal shopper for celebrities. How is that even a job? Like, what the fuck? Okay. You go to celebrities don't go to stores all like that. So you go like you're basically their stylist, but not necessarily their stylist. Like sometimes they'll give you items that they want. You go and just get it for them, and you bring it to them. Y'all yeah, niggas, but this guy has money. Y'all niggas <laughs> are too fucking bored with your money and too fucking frivolous. Sean's the sweetest. He's in, him and I have been like mutual followers for a while now. We, we I, hold conversations. I don't care. <laughs> you mad. Y'all. Niggas. It would have been a trip to New York for Thanksgiving, and I was like, oh, I'm totally down. I said what I said. Y'all <laughs> niggas are too frivolous with your money. If you got it, flaunt it. Boy, you know I want it. No. No. No, no, no. If you got it, not flaunting it is how the fuck you still keep shit. Or you flaunt it while making more. Uh-huh. How is he making more money by flying you out for Thanksgiving? Okay. Like I said. I, said, like I don't I, question people's pockets. I said what I said. I said what I fucking said. If, you want, if that's how you want to spend your money, spend your money. See, Diddy telling you no. Nigga, all y'all, all y'all New York niggas are listening to 444 about 15, 11 million times. They ain't learned a goddamn thing from it. I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of you for just this face of smugness. and Because you sound like a brokey right now. Nigga, I sound like... <laughs> see? Time the fuck out. Time the fuck out. We call them two timeouts with 20 second timeout piece. Nigga, here's the thing. Me not wanting to spend my money on you does not mean I do not have money to spend. <laughs> But he does, so he wants to spend it on me. And so, because I don't want to spend it on you, that does not automatically make me a broke nigga. That's, that's, see, that's the shit that be pissing niggas off. He's like, it, it, Hater hoes never prosper, and a I'm prospering not, hoe never hates. Listen, I'm not hating on you specifically, because <laughs> you're a friend. I'm telling you, I'm not, so if, if, if I'm not, I wasn't telling you to not take the shit if he offers it, of course, do the fuck. And it was two-way this time. I like that other dude. <laughs> but anyway, but listen, you, you see, now you done, now you done made me think of some other shit. We need, <laughs> mm-hmm, you ain't shit for this. Listen, P, public service announcement. If I 
don't want to spend my money on you, that does that mean I do not have money? That means I do not deem you worthy of said money. <coughs> so there's that. So there's that. I just needed to say that because you said I sound like a brokey and I was like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> Time to fuck out what we not going to do. What we not going to do is, is, is call a nigga broke because he doesn't want to spend his money on you. Not... Not not in the not year of now, our, not ever. Not in the year of our Lord to save you, twenty seventeen. I was fucking refused. <laughs> <laughs> Back to what we were talking about. You're Got so me. easily offended. I love it because I know just how to trigger you now. It's kind of fun. Listen, you go t- trigger these hands. I'm not sick of your shit. Cause listen, cause you know I'm outspoken, and when you say bullshit, I'm not trained myself, especially now on the podcast where we need good content. I'm not trained myself to just ignore your bullshit yet. I know. Cause you're te- you're a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Back to what I was saying. I'm not terrible. I'm an angel. You can't even say that shit with a straight face. No, I gotta say it with a smile because I am an angel, and angels always smile. No, they don't. Yeah. They- just because of Angel Lamont, you got to <laughs> get the fuck out. Um, anyways, we talk about catching feelings, right? All right, catching feelings. Um, it's dangerous, real fucking dangerous. Um, catching feelings is defined in um, the nigga dictionary as establishing a non-committal relationship with the expectations that it would stay on one level. And then during the process of said non-committed situation, developing feelings that want to elevate said commitment level to exclusivity. I'm so... That's the nigga dictionary version. Because that's not in Webster's. That was a lot of words to say, I thought we was just fucking, and now I actually want to be with you. That's why I chose... That's why the dictionary version has a lot of words. Okay, that was a lot. Listen, don't don't do me. I'm so... Listen, so catching feelings is dangerous because... Again, it, it, it requires communication, right? Like, if you fucking, and then you, and then you realize, like, okay, I actually like you more than just fucking, probably won't talk to that person about it. Like, niggas fuck up. And yeah. That's like, Speak on it, Saint. <laughs> niggas fuck up when they catch feelings. A lot. And, and they don't communicate that they caught the feelings. They sure just, don't. Are you my hype man right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> DJ Khaled in my shit. Um, but if you fuck up, if you catch feelings and then you don't tell nobody that you call feelings, you just sitting there looking like a fucking uh, salty can't be ass. Mad when she moves on. A salty. No, this is both genders, beloved. I'm not talking. I don't know anything about women. Women are angels in my book. Can't speak <laughs> on them. <laughs> women do no wrong in my eye. Then you need to get your eyes checked. <laughs> you need a new vision test. If a woman cheats on you, it's probably your fault. So nope. And uh, that's the number one thing you try to trigger me. And nope, we're not doing this today. Y'all here? Tro- you out here trolling? <laughs> you out here trolling? You? What did you do to make her cheat? You Ask out here? Tro- you out here trolling on this good old Thanksgiving Eve? And I, for one, am not about to fall in your trap this time because we both know that's some bullshit. But like I said. Nick, niggas fuck up when they catch feelings and then don't communicate that they catch feelings. They just become a little salty-ass Sally, a little bitter-ass motherfucker in the, in the sidelines instead of growing up and telling that motherfucker, hey, I like you a little bit now. So what's up? So I feel like, again, catching feelings along with everything else. You got to communicate the shit. <coughs> you sure do. 
Any other? Any Otherwise, other? she gonna start fucking other people, and then she went through a rotation during the summer, and then at the end of the summer, you gonna come back to her and be like, "I thought we were gonna be in a relationship," and it's like, "Well, damn, never knew that." Yikes! Sounds like you're speaking of personal experience. Maybe, maybe not. We ain't gotta go too deep into. It. I just, I just want you to know. No, that I'm I just know. saying, never let a little hoeing get in the way of the girl of your dreams. Eh. Depends on what we consider little. What do we consider a little hoeing? <laughs> I think we need to we need to establish parameters before we just start saying these things all willy nilly. Because I'm the type of person, depending on the level of hoeing, I will let that definitely get in the way. Because you're not the girl of my dreams, if that's the case. Just ugh, too much. I think I'm gonna go to Ivy tonight. You just decided. Yeah. I, I need you to fix whatever. I mean, six people have asked me to go, so I mean, I might as well just show face, you know. You not? Never mind. Okay. It's fine. I'll be in the corner with a box of tissues. Just don't be that person. Don't, I got my Mucinex on deck. Don't be that person. Don't sneak it in my purse. Don't be that person. It's fine. Don't don't be that person. <laughs> This is me judging you right now. If you drink alcohol, it stops your nose from running, so. It is true. I Listen, like I said, don't be that person. Okay? Okay. Good talk. Um, anyways, niggas be, niggas, be careful about catching feelings. And if you do catch feelings, let somebody know. Don't be a bitter motherfucker. And say that I let somebody know, let the person that you have feelings for know. Not your friends. Not your friend group. Don't have your friend group going back to their friends to go back to their girlfriends to go back to you. Tell Be- the person you like directly. Because that shit she does describe, I thought we stopped doing that in like middle school. No. No. We, no, still, we still do it? We're still doing that. We still doing that? What? Yeah, don't even ask. Y'all niggas weird, Y'all man. niggas are weird. Because where I'm from. You tell the person directly. Because this is this podcast is called the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. So all shots are done directly. Listen, it's not a shot if you pass. No passes, B. It's not a shot if you passing it to your man's and he's shooting. Because that's an assist. That's not a shot, my nigga. We're going for records here. <laughs> we'll Chamberlain hundred point game type shit. But um, but yeah, catch your feelings. Be mindful of that. All right. So what do we have? We got we got about fifteen minutes left. Mm-hmm. You know, we got about 15 minutes left, I think. We got, we got time for overtime topic, and I figured, because I picked, I picked the, uh, the, the topic. You, I'm going to let you pick the OT. I don't have. You don't have one? See, I depend on you. All right. Um. Okay, let's talk about, ooh, I got something. Let's yes. talk about, since, since you are apparently meeting people's parents this oh holiday season. Oh my god, meeting parents are on the holidays? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's talk about that. You know, this didn't even become a thing until last week. I can't really tell the story because I already told him I wouldn't really talk about him on this podcast, so that's how you know it's serious. Damn. Damn. I know. He said, I better not be on that little podcast of yours. I said, ooh. See, the fact that he's trying to shade the shit, However, I feel like... he I... did say he would come on, too. He was like, let me know when I could be a guest. And I said... Yikes. Yikes. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I ain't inviting nobody that I'm currently involved That's with. Bay, though. Nigga, even if she, anyone I'm currently talking to becomes Bay, No. No, 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 no. Like, I may invite the homies. <laughs> There's one homie I know I can't invite because, No, you know, no. <laughs> Absolutely will, not. He wants to come on here so I now. would literally choke him out. <laughs> he wants to come here. What about the, what about the other one? Not, 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 not the one, but taller. We're talking taller one. Taller one. 
fight a little, a little more fair skin. Can he come on? He can come on. But oh. that light-skinned devil can stay right where he is. I'll kill him. And then you from bringing him. <laughs> All right. So if this, if this episode will ever release, y'all know why. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know why. But yeah, is this, is this your first time meeting parents around the holidays? Yeah. You seem so excited. Uh, okay, I've never been in a relationship in my adult years. Like, the last time I was in a relation, like, an actual relationship, actual commitment, working on something, had a title to it. I was 20. I'm 25 now. Every year, your 20s is like a whole different year. Um, That's generally how math works. Continue. No, but your 20s are like, every year is like really developmental. Every year is just different. So I I say I've never been in an adult relationship. I have not. So this is just different. And we talk things like splitting finances. And with his job, like what he's going to do when he leaves this career and what's his next career. So then, like, meeting his parents is actually a kind of serious thing. Like, he wants me to come over tonight and help them cook Thanksgiving dinner. I don't cook. So I just, what do you, huh? And you know that them aunties and grandmamas are going to have all the side eyes. Nah, no, nope, nope. It's only his parents here. You know the mama's going to look at you with the why, the whole why are you here face. Why are you here if you're not going to help? Because I don't cook. So, my advice to you, and I think you're going to take it, is Harlem shake the fuck out of that invitation. I'm not going until tomorrow because I'm taking him a plate from my grandmother's since she's making Jamaican food. And then I'm going to take it over to him. T for time, like, can I also get a plate? No, because you're like li- you're like the fifth person on the list. One of my friends was like, can I just, like, like my family doesn't do anything. Can I just come over to your grandma's house? Even though Alberta will literally feed the community if she could. And I love all of you. I need the curry goat to myself. I just want some oxtail, Brenda. <laughs> like, I just want some oxtail. If you just, like, could, like, hook me up with a little, some oxtail, we'd be straight. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe some jerk chicken, but I but I ain't greedy for real. Just like just uh, just just like a little bit. Ain't it don't have to be the full plate. It could be like half a plate because <laughs> you know I'm gonna have my own left. But just like half a plate. Right? And see what I can do. For no, you. We, we can work on it. We can work on something. Um, but as far as me meeting parents, well, first and foremost, <gasps> yes, I was gonna say. So my mom, they left for Chicago to go visit my sister, and she goes. So I'm just never going to meet any of the people you're dating. My mom has never said that to me ever, ever. And I don't like it threw me off because she saw the gifts that he bought me there on my dresser. And then she was like, so I, she says that. And I was just like, whoa, Nellie, like, are you getting to that point where you're wondering when your kids are going to have grandchildren? Because I don't know if I see that in my lifetime. So I know. Well, luckily for me, my mom, my mom has a she has a step. Like a, she's like adopted a daughter who has a kid. So, so, so she's off your back. We're thankful. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and we talk about getting in adult relationships. No woman in adult, my adult life has met my mother. I will say though, men are way more gung ho to introduce you to their family 
And I, I don't know if it's like, <laughs> is it ain't. like men or not? They don't take that as as serious as women do. Some, some, some I don't. I think it depends on the person. Some, some men clearly don't. I know for me, my for me myself. Oh, you don't take that that serious, Gil? Like, no, nah, I didn't. You didn't. Oh no, no. See. Because this one time, I was dating this guy, and I flew out to California. This is the guy that was dating California. The first time I flew out there to see him or whatever, like, literally the first day, he took me to go meet his grandmother and niece and sister, and I was like, sir. See, from my experiences, I think that it depends on the person. Me, myself, and I. Like I said, ain't nobody met my mama. Because here's the thing. If you meet my mama... We there's, gotta be serious. Like, there's gotta be a ring on the way. <laughs> like, because honestly, if you meet my mother and she says that she don't like you, I'm taking her opinion. I'm not questioning my it. You don't gotta like go. You and she likes everyone. <laughs> no, dead ass. <laughs> that is like anyone who knows Vivio, she literally loves, likes anyone. So if my mom's like, I don't see it for that person, she's never been wrong with any of the guys that I date. So I'm just like, shoot, at this point, you gotta go. Well, that's why I don't introduce them, because, like... You'd be, you be hurt as fuck. You think you got something, and mom's like, mm-mm. 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 be like, what the bubble? See, my, my mom... See, I don't know if it's changed now, but my mom was the fakest motherfucker in, when I, in high school. Because she would smile to the, the to the woman that I, like, brought over. You know, and then I, when they leave? <laughs> talk hella shit. Like, one, one time, she was... One time, um... Do you think I can click list some toilet paper and it'll be done? I do not want to get out of the car. I do not. That's a good question, beloved. I do not know. <laughs> you know who does know? Google. Lance knows because he works for Kroger, so I'm going to text Leah. Google's also free for now. Anyway, you know if he it's net if it's net if it's net neutrality shit <laughs> passes, we all fucked. But um, we know we don't talk we don't talk about politics on this we here sure show. Don't. Um, but, nah, my mom, like, she would, like, literally smile, you know, do the whole shit, and then, like, Shorty would get out the car, and she literally turned to me, so, like, don't ever bring no airhead like that in my car. Oh. I was sh- I was shook. I was like, oh, shit. Damn, ma. And so, like, for me, as far as, like, meeting, meeting people, it's like, it's like, there's levels. The first people, the first people I need you to meet is, like, the homies, the friends. Um... Cause like you know, cause you're you're one of them. I have a collection of friends who will cut who will cut a bitch for me. I sure will. So we gotta we gotta get you past <laughs> we gotta get you past them first, and then there's like the extended family, the the cousins, uncles, you know, the males the males of my family who you could look at you know vouch, and then like the mom is like the boss level, you know what I'm saying? Like where you get to the different music, and you know you about to run into some shit, you're about to laugh, miss it on GTA, like that's her. Like if you pass all three, then we when we when we here, so that's me. Um, so I never met and but I've never had nobody meet my mom. I've met a couple people's parents and I've I've been shook every time because like the way I was raised, I'm you know I'm respect respectful or anything like that. But the one time it was sprung on me, I didn't even know that this was a thing. I didn't even know I was gonna meet them until like I'm walking her away from a game. And she's like, so, so like my parents are about to pick me up, and she starts giving me the rundown on like what to say and how to, and, you know, how to speak and all this shit. I'm like, hold up, time out, what? Like, I'm half drunk right now because I just left a football game. What are you doing? But um, but yeah. So uh, some people treat you know. Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle broke up, and it's really hurting me. 
it's not hurting me because I've stopped investing in celebrity relationships. Clearly, I was being facetious. However, comma, and B, they broke up. Everybody breaks up besides Barack and Michelle. If we talk about some shit that was that would hurt, nigga, let, let us find out. Michelle and Barack got a divorce. I think everyone is shook. But I don't. I, yeah, that's only one that. Would, hell, we we know with four forty four lemonade and a seat at the table that Jay Z and Beyonce was about this close to being done. So it is what it is. Um, those babies are so cute. Shout shout out to the twins. Um, shout shout out to Blue Ivy. You know the first family. Um. My president and first lady are out here holding it down. Um, but I think sometimes, especially men, you know, they don't treat the whole me and the parents thing as serious because, like, the mom be in on the shit. Mom, mom be, like, knowing that you the second one that, that he done brought to you this week and will be like, oh, he's the one, you the one he's been telling me so much about. Knowing damn well, last week he brought a whole other chick in and she did the same shit. So you gotta be careful. Sometimes the mom is in on the choke too. Stay woke out here. Now stay woke. But um, I think we gonna start wrapping this up. Um, cause you know it is Thanksgiving Eve. People have travel plans. I have a friendsgiving. I have to get to tonight. Yeah. Have fun, friend. You know, a friendsgiving. Me in the club tonight. Can we quarantine the club to make sure you don't get in? Because I'll be damned if, if, if niggas out here struggling on Thanksgiving because you wanted to go out. Nope. <laughs> nope. So this is like, this happens every year. My parents always tell me, they're like, just stay home. One year I had strep and I like still went ice skating with my friends. Because you make terrible decisions. And then I went back to school and I had no voice for like a solid week. Because you make terrible decisions. But I am i know, like, I have my birthday, and then the next week I'm going to be sick, so I just power through. Or, if I go get a green juice, I should be fine. I'm just going to get a green juice. Or you could just stay your ass in the house. Green juice, vitamin C. Alcohol. Alcohol. I got Duce at the house. I'll, you know, green juice and Duce. That sounds disgusting. I'm not going to mix them. I'm going to chase it with my green juice. Still sounds disgusting. <laughs> Still sounds disgusting. It'll be alright, you know. I'm gonna pray for you. Soak up the mucus. Nope. And then build your immunity. Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> Fix it, Black Jesus. All right, so we about, we we signing out. It's, your, it's again, it's your host C Diddy, aka Kyrie Curving, aka if you sick, stay the fuck home. Wow, I felt triggered. You should feel attacked. I feel it was, attacked. It, was, it wasn't even a subtle; it was a direct shot at you. <laughs> um, and speaking for my co-host Bo, aka she's sick as fuck. Um, another episode of a Shoot Your Shot podcast. We are signing out. Bye, guys. Now stay woke.